0: This podcast is sponsored by my favourite CBD and wellness brand, Nature Can. Nature Can was founded by the ex-CEO of My Protein, Andy Duckwort, and Nature Can is now live in over 40 countries worldwide. One of the aspects CBD can really help a cyclist with is anxiety reduction. So you might be thinking, yeah, well, that's great, but I don't struggle with anxiety, which is fair. But do you ever struggle with motivation? Because we know that motivation and anxiety are linked, in that they both influence behavior and emotional regulation. Since I started using NatureCan CBD, that voice in my head, you know, the little voice that challenges your decision as to whether you should go training or not? Well, that voice has been totally quietened. Head on over to NatureCan.com today to check out their full range of CBD and wellness products. That's NatureCan.com it's episode 702 today i want to talk about how to make a successful comeback to cycling after taking an extended break let's cue that intro welcome to the roadman cycling podcast my name is anthony walsh six days a week we bring you an inspiring person or message to help you on your journey towards health happiness and longevity now let's get into the show Roman, welcome back. Thanks for tuning in. I hope everybody got a chance to listen to yesterday's podcast with Mr. Oli France. I took so much from that podcast. He was faced with some incredible challenges, hostile environments, but that idea of perspective and choosing the lens through which we view the world, such an important lesson that we can take into all of our own lives. If you've been following this podcast for A number of years what are we it's episode 702 if you've been following us since the beginning you'll know I took a few years away from the sport and the thought of coming back right then it was quite a daunting one and it's maybe not something I had the confidence in the early stages of this podcast to fully articulate to you folks I had my doubts about coming back I had my doubts about publicly proclaiming that I was going to start riding the bike again and Maybe that was based on my own insecurity, sort of a vision of my you know, previous perceived own level on the bike and thinking maybe I can't do justice to that old memory I have of myself and I shied away from mounting a comeback for quite a while and I was trapped by that fear. And I know a lot of you listening to this podcast have ambitions to be in better shape than you are now. Maybe your ambition is to lose some kilograms. Maybe your ambition is to cat up, go from cat four to cat three or for a cat two to try and get up to cat one finally. Or maybe it's to tackle a bucket list event like the Rift or heading out to Leadville. I just signed up for the Leadville 100 mountain bike race in August. I'm eco parts thrilled and terrified at the moment. I'll definitely do a full podcast on it. But I want to share with you today some of the principles that helped me on that comeback trail in the hope that they'll provide a roadmap for you or maybe a little inspiration even in your own comeback story. One of the most important things to keep in mind when starting to come back to cycling after a break, especially an extended break, is to be slow and to be patient. It's important to ease back into it gradually and not push yourself too hard. I had the honour of speaking with cyclist training bible author, Mr. Joe Friel, on the podcast a couple of months back. And he emphasised to me the importance of taking a long-term approach to training. He notes that it's important to build fitness gradually over time rather than trying to make those gains all at once. Your fitness deteriorated over a period of years. You're not going to recapture that lost ground inside a week, inside a month. It's going to take at least as long as it took for your fitness to atrophy to build back up. By starting slow and being patient, you can build a strong foundation for long-term success. Look, we're looking to build a lifetime habit here, folks. We're not trying to get a 30-day streak, so it's important to bear that in mind. Another point to note after taking a long break is your form and technique may have deteriorated. I know for me that was something I never had to previously work on and when I came back this time my form, my technique was just horrible and this can lead to injury and discomfort and this can really derail a comeback before it even starts. There's a brilliant book called Bike Fit, Optimize Your Bike Position for High Performance and Injury Avoidance. And that's Phil Burt. He's the, I think he might still be the head physiotherapist in British cycling. If not, he was at one point. But he really hammers home and emphasizes that importance of proper bike fit in injury prevention. A bike that doesn't fit properly, it can cause pain and it can cause discomfort. And if you're getting back into it, this is ultimately going to lead to injury, lost morale and falling off that wagon. Also, if you're coming back into cycling after a long break, like there was dust on my kit. It was I had the best of everything from five years ago. It's very likely that your kit is outdated and maybe it's not even fitting you properly anymore because you could have put on a couple of pounds. Take some time, look at your budget and considering purchasing some new gear. Get a new bike for the house. Can you afford a new what bike? Get some new shorts, get some new shoes, get a new helmet. Make sure you're comfortable and you're safe on your rides. I use this milestone approach where I would pick a goal for myself, maybe to be consistent this month, where I was going to ride the bike two days per week this month. And if I achieved that goal, I set myself, I'd buy a new Garmin. Maybe I wanted to lose two kilograms. I said, okay, this month I'm going to really hunker down and lose two kilograms. And if I do, I'm going to get myself that new set of physique R one shoes I've been looking for. We talk about periodizing our training all the time, but you can also periodize your approach to training by using this incentive structure and giving yourself something to look forward to. That's a very powerful motivation when you have something on the horizon. You're waiting to get those new shiny carbon wheels, but you need to drop 10 kilograms before you get them. I really love that strategy and that system. It was very powerful for me. Cycling with other people is exceptionally motivating as well. This idea of we are who we surround ourselves with. This is so important to your identity, how you view yourself as well. And that was so central to me getting back on the bike with any sort of consistency. I remember a day I was probably at my lowest physical point and I decided to meet a friend of mine, Sean McKenna, who still coaches for a roadman cycling. Sean was a great training partner of mine through the years and he'd secured a pro contract and was riding his bike full time. And I'd gone the other direction. I bought a cafe. I was eating probably more cake than I was selling. And I hadn't ridden the bike in a long time. Sean told me about this this sort of a new emerging area in cycling that he'd found called gravel cycling. I didn't have a gravel bike, but he had two. So he said, drive over, come to my house, and we'll go gravel riding. I absolutely suffered so much that day. I think we'd done about a two-hour loop from his house and finished back at his house. I still have some pictures and videos from that day. I was stuffed into my kit. I was shockingly overweight. I huffed and I puffed up every single small incline. But I had such a blast of a day. And spending time with Sean, it reminded me of my identity. My identity as a bike rider. I didn't st- see myself as a cafe owner, even though that's what I was doing. I still saw myself as a bike rider. But having that training partner having that group was the catalyst for me seeing myself in that different light joining a cycling club can also be that catalyst for some people finding a regular training partner works brilliantly as well either of those they're going to help keep you accountable and they're going to make cycling much more enjoyable you'll never push yourself further than you will with a friend out training there's a great book on leadership called the power of positive leadership by john gordon He talks about accountability as taking responsibility for your actions, but also being willing to be held responsible by others. By surrounding yourself with supportive people who hold you accountable, that's going to help you stay on track and it's going to help you achieve your goals. This principle can be particularly important for someone who's coming back to cycling after a break, because it can be easy to become discouraged and to lose motivation, particularly when progress is slow And that's going to happen because progress stair steps. It'll be fast at the beginning, then you're going to plateau. And that's when this support structure is important. By having that person who holds you accountable, you can stay motivated and focused on your goals. And speaking of goals, this was something else I really found valuable. Everyone talks about lofty goals. I want to ride Leadville. I want to ride Rift. These big ticket events. But you've heard me speaking a lot about Atomic Habits recently. It's a book by James Clear. In that book, he really hits home the power of small goals. I'm only banging on about that book because it's the best book I've read in quite a while. I have no affiliation to James Clear or that book. But James Clear emphasizes the importance of setting small, achievable goals. So he breaks down your large goals into smaller, more manageable pieces. The idea being that you can build momentum to ultimately achieve that long-term success. So yeah, sure you want to ride Rift in July or Leadville in August this year. But right now, sitting here in March, can you pump your tires tonight? Can you buy a new set of cycling shorts tomorrow? Start small and build that momentum. Get those wins. Chalk up those victories in the victories column. Finally, and this is something that took me a while to learn. Listen to your body. Listen to your body and don't push yourself hard every single day of the week. If you're feeling fatigued, if you're experiencing pain, it's important you listen to these signals. It's important that you take a break and you allow your body to recover. If you start pushing through pain and you start pushing through fatigue... That's what is going to lead you to injury. That's what's going to lead you to setbacks. And at the start, your progress, it's a very tenuous concept. It only needs a small injury or a small setback to derail this new project of yours. If you are looking for help or you are looking for guidance, please reach out, pop Sarah an email at sarah at roadmancycling.com behind the podcast we have a team of amazing coaches the best in the game i poured my heart and soul into building something a couple of years ago called coaches college where i've taken every single thing i know about cycling and i've poured it onto a platform for our coaches to learn from and it's become this collaborative learning platform where our coaches are able to benefit from the collective wisdom of our coaching group so i really believe in our coaching product and when people come into us we make not only clients but friends for life i had a podcast not too long ago with ian hennessy and that's kind of that's very typical of the experience we're having Ian is with us almost 10 years as a client now and he feels honestly like more like a family member than a podcast listener or a coaching client Roadman, I hope these steps are helpful in your quest to come back, whether it's coming back from just a small hiccup, like you've let yourself slip for a couple of months, or it's a slight illness, or it's more protracted long-term layoff that you've had, and you're trying to overcome that at the moment. If you have a second roadman, please do jump on over to Spotify or Apple or wherever you're listening and leave a review of the podcast because that matters so, so much. Thanks for tuning in, roadman. I'm going to chat to you again tomorrow. Ride safe.